Hey everyone and welcome to the Year What's the podcast all about today that gives you just enough information to effectively be that guy at the party causing all your friends to question, hey, who invited you? Like, seriously, why are you here? I'm your host Michael Montalvo and for the next few minutes we will swim through the river of time to try and find out what makes today truly unique. On this episode we examine the events that occurred February 24th. When you think of Mardi Gras, what comes to mind? New Orleans? Masks? Beads? Parades? Music? Etc? You're not alone, unless you're listening to this by yourself, in which case, I'm sorry. How are you doing today? Did you drink enough water? Wellness check complete. Let's talk a bit about Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras is the time between Epiphany and Fat Tuesday before Ash Wednesday, which marks the start of Lent. Epiphany, for those who are unaware, is observed January 6th and is a church festival that commemorates the first manifestation of Christ to the Gentiles. In other words, the arrival of Jesus as the Son of God. Fat Tuesday is the end of Mardi Gras. Ash Wednesday is the first day of Lent. Lent is a period of 40 days of abstinence and fasting. This period between Epiphany and Fat Tuesday is also known as Carnival in Brazil, which is something I didn't know before today. Many believe it to have pagan roots dealing with spring and fertility, while others say that the tradition of Mardi Gras was born from the church trying to discourage rock and roll and dancing, and you can't stop the music, John Lithgow. But really, some people believe it was the church's attempts to dissuade from sex and meat during this Lent period that led to the celebration catching on. Louisiana and New Orleans are probably the best-known example of the celebration, again with the exception of Carnival. But what if I told you that the first United States Mardi Gras was not held in the Big Easy, but another place? How dare you even suggest this to me, I hear you say. Well, joke's on you, I didn't suggest it. It's been around for at least several hundred years. Let me explain. Granted, this has been disputed some, so take it with a grain of salt. Also, I just played Bioshock Infinite, so I wanted to make a vigor joke here, but I couldn't think of one. According to History.com, some people point to the year 1699 as the first Mardi Gras. Who are these people? Top men. Who? Top men. I don't know, probably scientists. So around 1699, two French explorers and brothers, Pierre Lemoyne de Berville and Sierre de Bienville, apologies for that pronunciation, the reference guy I was listening to was speaking French and was speaking very fast, so I couldn't quite catch it. The two brothers landed about 60 miles south of New Orleans, and they named that point the Point du Mardi Gras. I think this cheats a little bit. New Orleans as a city was not founded until 1718, and supposedly, the French were already having a version of Mardi Gras in Mobile, Alabama, and had been doing so since 1703. In these celebrations, they would carry cowbells and parade through the city and make noise and celebrate and have fun. And they did that for over a hundred years. And then something happened that would change the face of parades 
for the rest of time. What they did next will shock you. The year was 1868, and on this day, February 24th, the first parade in the United States to use floats occurred during the Mardi Gras celebration in Mobile, Alabama. The floats were made by the oldest mystic society in Alabama, the Order of the Myths, and it was during their first Mardi Gras parade. The following year, the Infant Mystic Society would join the Order of the Myths and introduce floats that were powered by electricity instead of people. There's a Soylent Green joke here for those who wish to make it. Now, the New York Times claims in an article that New Orleans Mardi Gras was first celebrated in 1857. They also claim that they were the first to use elaborate floats. But that's all the article really said, and I fear the rest is behind a paywall. Besides, the only elaborate floats that I want to see are root beer floats. Am I right? I tried to Google search about floats, and all I could really find was how to make yourself float, a la Chris Angel, and boats. Parade floats are made from a variety of materials, and can be as elaborate as full figures and birds and extravagant landscapes that only billion-dollar companies can produce, to something as simple as a trailer, and a sign, and a few bales of hay. Honestly, both are equally impressive. They start with a good, sturdy foundation and can be decorated with flowers, styrofoam, balloons, streamers, paint, paper, fabric, celebrities, or regular people. I'm sure you've seen a parade and you have seen some of the floats that were a result of it. And as much as the big floats like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade are cool and amazing to look at, I think there's a real charm in a small town parade. I actually spent the first few years of my life in a small town, a place I like to say that you could walk from east to west in about five minutes. And those small town celebrations like the 4th of July or Halloween that have parades and town parties in the yard at the courthouses will always have a special place in my heart. I've been in a few of those parades, both as a walker and a float rider and even participated as a parade viewer. And it's those experiences that have stayed with me throughout my life thus far. So whether it be in Mobile or New Orleans or your own town, the tradition of floats and parades are mostly a good one. And hopefully, they can stay that way moving forward. That's going to do it for us today. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, give us a rate and a review. That helps me out and helps get us in a direction that is hopefully good for all. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find the Year Was audio version on your podcast app of choice. You can find me on social media and at YouTube at the Apple Cider Club. And as always, I want to thank the Tim Kreitz Band for our musical theme. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Wow.